0: For more information on the Ex Mormon Files Internet Video Program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl.
1: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host Bishop Earl. I appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us. I hope you enjoy these. I, I personally enjoy them and it's, it's interesting to hear everyone's story. And We met Brooke Anderson last week and today we're going to meet her husband Trevor Anderson. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. I know you've had quite a day, and I appreciate you making the effort and sacrifice to be here. And so we did get a little hint of where you've you've been and all, but let's hear a little bit of your uh, background. You were born in the church, were you?
2: Yeah, I was born in the church, um, lived in Utah most of my life, Um, lived in Vegas. for about three years, it's ironic because I was baptized at eight in Las Vegas, in Las Vegas that's so my right. sins were washed away in Sin City, <laughs> supposedly, so <laughs> Funny. and so
1: just normal, active life and stuff and, mm-hmm. you, and uh, you grow up and I mean, you take do primary, I guess, and yeah, sing all the songs all and, the songs. Yeah. Your mom's actually a a, a piano teacher, right, Or plays piano, yeah. so there must have been plenty of music in your house. And,
2: there was, but uh, none of us boys really picked up on playing the piano.
1: Yeah, a little more sports-oriented or something, probably. Uh, right? more
2: just uh, doing whatever to have fun.
1: <laughs> I, I can relate to that a little bit. So uh, you get into mutual, and I guess you get the ironic Priesthood mm-hmm. and all that, you're deacon and teacher. and yeah. yeah,
2: very typical, you know, growing up, what you would expect.
1: Yeah. You took seminary? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. and... So, just normal testimony of the church? Do you feel like you believed Joseph Smith and was a prophet and the Book of Mormon was true and all that? Yep. Just,
2: you know, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to believe.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you ever bear your testimony? Yeah, I would. Not very often. Yeah. But it was, you know, the typical, I know the church is true, I'm thankful for mom and dad, you know, that type of testimony.
1: Kind of a rote uh, kind of a thing, isn't it? Sometimes in fast and testimony meeting. Did you ever do any of those camp outs where you sat around
2: and you bear testimony and stuff? I did a few of them. as we were growing up, um, they camped out. So I remember one in particular when we were on the pioneer trek at Martin's Cove. And it was uh, quite ironic because the consensus was that uh, as everyone was bearing their testimony in our little family, uh, everyone was like, I didn't really want to be here, but I'm glad I came. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: And you do have good feelings about stuff like that. I mean, the pioneer heritage and all that, Mm -hmm. and you kind of and I don't know whether, I think the Mormons miss the f- point sometimes that they weren't the only pioneers. <laughs> <that Yeah>. There were <laughs> ones that went to Oregon and California and yeah. settled Idaho, Montana, and so on. But they kind of have this special feeling about pioneer yeah. heritage. I did. I had pioneer heritage. So, and I know, understand you got a patriarchal blessing. Yes, I did. Yeah. How, that must have been
2: special. I think it Has meant it? more to my parents than it did to me. Yeah, did it? Yeah. You were, were you like sixteen or so? Or? I think yeah. I think I was sixteen. It and it was um, we had a seasoned patriarch in our stake who was being released, and so we wanted to get it done before, before he left. The new one oh. came in, so you want to get the practiced one. Yeah, the one you know that can better talk to God. <laughs> I suppose. Was yeah,
1: I suppose less sinful. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Did it mean anything to you at the time and things that
2: were said? At the time, no. I mean, it said that uh, in my paratrical blessing that I would have sons and daughters. Oh. So that was kind of and, something that was nice because I grew up with all brothers and yeah. had no sisters. So. <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> okay, so you, uh, what happens after high school then? And
2: so after high school, um, you know, you're supposed to get ready to go on your mission. Yeah. And I didn't go on a mission. Um I didn't go because uh, basically all my friends weren't going to go. Oh. I remember I had a friend, and I just assumed everyone was going to go. And mm-hmm. the first friend that said he wasn't going to go, it was kind of a shock to me. It's like, oh, we, ha- we have an option. We don't have so to until go. Until then, you figured, oh, I've got to go. It's like, right? I, I, have I have to go. Yeah. It was expected as what I was supposed to do. Yeah. So um, when he said that he wasn't going to go, I was like, oh, okay. And then as all my friends started not going, I stayed, I didn't want to go yeah. because I didn't want to miss out on anything.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm. So, but you do end up meeting Brooke. Yes. Now, was this many years, uh, a little while later? or how, I met Brooke when I was
2: 26, so oh, okay. it was a little while.
1: okay. And yeah. uh, fell in love quickly, it sounds like. Absolutely.
2: And I don't know how you, much she, she said, you, but... <laughs>
1: yeah, she just said that uh, love at first sight kind of thing, and it wasn't long, and you you captured her heart, and yeah. vice versa, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you decided to get married in the temple, the ochre temple, yep. she said. And, uh, and how was that for you? Uh,
2: the temple was actually kind of a uh, frustrating experience.
1: Is it? I think she yeah. used that word too. What? What was frustrating
2: so, with? Because I had gone through the temple before we met, so I had already got my endowments. And for what reason, just? Um, singles ward bishop said, "I think you're ready. It's time to go." Because you
1: were active in the singles ward, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Very yeah, active. active. Activities committee chairman or something, yeah. and.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I went through the temple, you know, kind of on his advice or you're... suggestion. Okay. And. Uh, So when we went to get married and she went to take out her endowments, um, obviously you're not in when she's doing the initiatories. Sure. So, and they separated us. I want to say it was two and a half hours or something and come to find out she was just sitting in the other room and they wouldn't put us together. So it's like I had these really, uh, I don't know how to describe these, these feelings, but they weren't good feelings. They were kind of, you know, upset. That we were just sitting apart in what's supposed to be the holiest house of the yeah. Lord on earth. Yeah. And um, so that was really frustrating. And then when we actually got married too, it was the same thing. They kept us apart when we could have been together. And right. it was just, yeah. yeah. Just the way they do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, did you, you just kind of bury that, me. I guess? Or did you just... It, I mean, it didn't affect you or your testimony of the church or anything, I guess. No, but it it
2: was always interesting. It's so strange that I would do it that way. It's like we're supposed to be, this is the most exciting time of our life, and we both felt really frustrated with it.
1: Any other feelings in the temple that you, I mean, when you went through for yourself uh, before the first time, did it seem normal, natural? (laughs)
2: It seemed, uh, you know, just what it was all my family that, was there. My yeah. friends were there. It's like, okay, they've gone through this. It must be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um,
1: that's kind of what, yeah, I think we all felt that way. Well, yeah. every, people have done it before, so.
2: And I think the strongest feeling in the temple was all the people that were there to support me. Not so much the spirit or anything. I just, I had a lot of people there to support me when yeah. I went through. Oh.
1: They so, were, were thrilled that you got yeah. that far, I guess. Early, yeah, you the, know. Yeah. Getting closer to yeah
2: exaltation, <laughs>
1: <laughs> finally taking that step. Well, so yeah. you get married and life's good, I guess. You're happy, happily married and and uh, active in the church, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, we got married. No problems. Um,
1: yeah. No problems. You, no you problems. Still a testimony of the church, I guess. Yeah.
2: Took callings. Yeah. Doing what we're supposed to do. What's expected of us. Yeah. So, and uh, then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Time goes on, and uh, eventually the truth comes out. Yeah. So she shared just a little
1: bit of what happened. This must have been quite a shock. Uh, your mother sits down with you. By the way, uh, Vicky is her name was mentioned last week, and uh, she was actually inter. I've interviewed her, and she was mm-hmm. number one seventy. If you happen to look up <laughs> our episodes, uh, she's number one seventy. So you can find out Vicky's story there. But so she's st- is it like she calls you up and says, i got to talk to you guys? What happened?
2: No, no she uh, had a kitchen fire. And, uh, oh, okay. I was a fireman before, um, and so I wanted to see pictures of the damage, and she wouldn't send any pictures. So when we were up in the area, we decided to stop by to see the damage. Okay. And uh, so obviously it wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh,
1: with your experience. Yeah, it was. wasn't that
2: bad at all. Um, but not. I mean, there was still smoke damage and things needed to be cleaned yeah. up. So uh, we were there, and um, I also do real estate, so I'm a real estate agent. Okay. And as my wife was kind of cleaning up some of the fire mess,
1: okay.
2: uh, she, I think someone stopped by her. I can't remember how it all played out, but someone in the ward had just sold their house, and I'm like, well... Why didn't you get me the listing or yeah. tell me that you know tell them that I'm an agent? Right. And she goes, "Well, I haven't been to church in four months." I was like, um, "Did okay. she mean
1: to say that?"
2: I know uh, she did not mean <laughs> to say that. Uh, so from that moment on, that started a uh, really long conversation. Um, yeah, we heard a little bit about how long that was. Yeah, it was it was a long conversation, and for me, I could you could have just opened the fire hose and just fed it to me. I wanted more and more and more and more. But my mom wasn't really wanting to dish out that really? much information. Yeah, she was like, "Oh well." What kind just, of
1: things did she begin with or share? Just,
2: it's it's kind of all a blur. Um, one thing I remember uh, we talked about tithing, and how it's uh, your surplus that you pay on according to the DNC. And there's oh, yeah. there's not really a set you pay on your gross or your net, but the DNC says surplus, and so I, was, I started looking into that your and, interest or
1: something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and.
2: Uh, so that's one thing that I can remember vividly is about tithing. Hmm. I can't remember anything else that we talked about because we talked about so much that. But
1: but Brooke was saying you were looking things up and, and kind of confirming what your mom was saying yeah, about so Joseph m- Smith or yeah, the Book of Mormon Yeah, we'd have a topic or, or
2: she'd give us some piece of information and, you know, Brooke would want to sit there and digest it, you know, go back and study or whatever if she had her way. And I was just like, no, where's the computer? Let me see the scriptures. I had pulled it out. I wanted to see what was going on. Well, it's fascinating. Right there. It's
1: fascinating that you do that because the reaction I had from a couple of my children was, "That's it. We don't want to know anything." In mm-hmm. fact, one of them cried and said, "You know, you ruined our eternal family." And why do you feel like you were so open to this shocking news?
2: I have no idea. I mean, it just it made sense it just to me. Seemed it clicked, to make sense and, and I just I was like, we talked about one topic. I'd research it. I'd look at it. It's like, okay, there's my answer. Yep, that's true. That's wrong. Okay, next. And I just wanted just more, and more and more and more and more. Fascinating.
1: You know, something I meant to ask Brooke, kind of, and ask you, and it's something I've thought about a lot, should we share?
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Should we share what we found? I mean, people ask me all the time, why, why are you doing this? And, you know, it's, or they think we've left because we couldn't keep the commandments or we've sinned or we want to drink alcohol or <laughs> have sat Sundays off and a 10% raise and all that stuff. And I, But should we share?
2: Yeah, I think we should share. Um, I've actually sh- I've tried to share with my family and my dad. One of the things that he said, I still love you, but I don't want to know what you know. I'm like, if it's truth... It's not going to hurt you. If it's false, you can correct me. Yeah, help me. But, no, we should absolutely share. Um, Now, we don't want to just go out there with a bullhorn to our friends and family and just blast it in their face.
1: We want to show love and patience and stuff.
2: But but I did have a friend that I shared with. um, Ran into him at Walmart. Just recently? Uh, recently a few months ago and I can't remember how the conversation came about he was a
1: good Mormon friend or so
2: he was I guess you would say someone that was struggling to come to know to live up to the standard okay so um, and he was married and they were trying to work towards the temple and I ran into him at Walmart and I can't remember how the conversation took place but it basically flat out just said the church isn't true and I've left you should, again wanting <laughs> but to share? He, yeah, yeah, but he's someone that could could handle that, yeah. that could take that. And um,
1: did he say, "Ah, oh, you're nuts"? <laughs> no,
2: he he actually paused and was like, "Okay, if Trevor, if Trevor left, if Trevor this is worth question. looking into." Really? Yeah.
1: Now that's the kind of love and respect that you would hope people that yeah. know you would have, right? And mm-hmm. say, "Okay, I know Trevor. If this has happened." it's worthless looking into yeah and so wow, how and he
2: asked for uh you know just for some references and stuff and we started feeding him we didn't I didn't fire hose him yeah um I'd give him stuff as he was ready for it and what asked for it. Ask and for it and he took that and expounded on it and he's done tons of research and uh he ultimately decided to leave the church and has come to Jesus too isn't that awesome yeah it's been incredible it's just amazing
1: when you do start looking, and maybe that's the fear Mormons have. But once you start looking, it it uh, doesn't take much to find the problems, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of dominoes down really, really fast. Well, that's mm. fascinating. Now, it, Brooke was telling us you got baptized in yeah. the uh, in the Provo Tempo,
2: uh, Provo River. <laughs> yeah, we got baptized in Temple. the river, <laughs> <laughs> Provo
1: River. How was that?
2: It was, it was very cold, yeah. but it was exciting. Um, because, you know, we actually we went down to the river and we prayed at the river and then we were all baptized. You know, just a, a public declaration yeah. to the world that we've accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior and it was, it was an incredible experience.
1: Yeah. Now, for the Mormons that might be listening to this, was this to wash away your sins and to have your sins taken
2: care of this way? And... No, it was not. Um, Baptism isn't a saving ordinance, um, as there are none, it's you, you accept Jesus and His grace. Um, you become a, a believer in Christ.
1: Yeah, isn't that a wonderful free message that, that, we, yes. that we know and understand now as mm-hmm. Christians, that we have this gift of grace? Did you understand that as a All Mormon?
2: I had no idea what grace was as a Mormon. All I knew about grace was the song Amazing Grace. And that song and that isn't even more. No, of course, yeah, but, it, it was, it's a good song. But now yeah. it's it's a completely new song. It has incredible meaning. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I don't no. know how to explain well, it. But Brooke it's amazing. said when she
1: knelt down and kind of had that humble moment, a born again moment, I guess, with Jesus, she she was saying that she all of a sudden realized she was a sinner. Yeah, <laughs> in need of a savior. Mm-hmm. And did you ever? since that
2: did you come to that uh, moment i don't know if i would have had a moment like she had yeah i'd say my coming to jesus moment was that six hour six and a half hour conversation as i was researching when the you got church through that i was, like, was like okay the church isn't true but there's still god there's still jesus and he's it let's go mm-hmm. And you've probably learned so much more now. Oh, absolutely. I mean I know Absolutely. Had you read much before
1: uh before this meeting with your mom? No. Had you
2: done lots of reading in the Bible or Mm Yeah. And now you And now is so after we have uh we left the Mormon church, you know, and we started looking into the Bible and reading the Bible and we've got all these different uh, types of bibles in our house and the study bible isn't that and it, fun it's really I mean, exciting it really is to compare the different ones yeah yeah and uh i think it was the niv that they started reading and i was just flowing through it and i paused and I, and I looked up i'm like is this this is easy is this am i doing it right yeah so <laughs> this is supposed to be so i can't understand it yeah it was like i understand this it makes sense to me it's flowing yeah. am i doing it wrong yeah Hmm. now I still use the
1: King James I do read some of the others but one thing that struck me somebody said it is look how much we've learned in the last 400 years yeah. you know since 1611 since the book uh, the Bible was produced or published by the King James um, look what we've learned in the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Greek yeah. and the Hebrew and all that there's just some and the English translations that mm-hmm. you know they're just so interesting to it makes it easier to understand, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: it does. And one thing that's been interesting is um, we've taken classes at our church, and we've read the Bible, and they talk, and we go back and you look at what the original um, the Hebrew word is, yeah. and it completely changes the entire meaning of what you thought it was. Yeah, so it gives it
1: such a different perspective. Oh, absolutely. Of, yeah. Well, so, after your mom tells you this, I mean, you go through this, and she must have been thrilled that you responded the way you did. Yeah. I don't know how she felt about Brooke. Brooke took a little longer to kind of think through things, I guess, a little bit, which, which is fine. But uh, did, then did you decide to go to a church, a Christian church, and try that? Yeah, so... In, had you ever been before? No,
2: I had never been to another church in my entire life yeah. other than the Mormon church. Okay. What did you think of that first visit? It was interesting. I really liked it. Did you? Yeah. What did you notice that was different? Well, the music was different. Um, the atmosphere, the people. Yeah. Um, obviously, the way that they dressed were, was different.
1: Casual. And yeah. Not mm-hmm. trying to dress up for each other or anything. Yeah. yeah.
2: And one one thought I remember um, the first time there, as we were, you know, just sitting there watching everyone. I was like, there's a lot of people here that just love Jesus, that they're here just for Jesus.
1: Yeah, they're not here yeah. for anything else. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, it's amazing, isn't it? It was. Yeah. And the music, like you say, is, is praising Jesus. Mm-hmm. So usually the words are just specifically about Him and, and the worship. Had you ever f- sensed that before in Mormonism?
2: Uh-uh. So in in Mormonism, yeah, the church is... Uh, named after him yeah but it was kind of like jesus was a back burner like i never really put any huge weight on jesus it was always the restoration of the gospel and joseph smith and everything that we have now and everything that we're supposed to do yeah it was like oh yeah jesus saved us on the cross we had his atonement but we needed this and you know 1200 other things that we need to do
1: one thing i always thought that was funny is that It's the church of Jesus Christ is kind of the end of a prepositional phrase, you know. It's more about the church. Mm -hmm. We get our little eight-year-olds baptized into the church and become a member of the church. You know, it's not so much about being... Even converts, missionary work, Mm -hmm. isn't
2: about bringing people to Jesus. No, and I've always... It's about bringing people to the church. And as I've talked to missionaries before um, we left the church, I always thought it was funny that they're like, Oh, we're from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Let me tell you about Joseph Smith. Like, <laughs> yeah. You start with Jesus and a message from Jesus, and then you start talking about Joseph Smith. Like, that, that, how does that drive? <laughs> I never thought of that.
1: That's yeah. true. I mean, that's what we did. That was our first lesson was the Joseph Smith story. The, yeah. You know, 1820 and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, that's funny, Trevor. Well, um, Gosh, I know your wife's doing a blog. Yes. have you f- been involved in that a little bit and seen what people are responding
2: to her? And yes, I have. So um, social media—it's really powerful. So we've um, people from all over the world, all over. Really, but certainly, and the so like with our baptism or when we had our kids dedicated um, to God or just whatever we post about the church um, and Jesus. We almost always get at least one person to give us a message or a private message asking questions. And I'm surprised at how many people I know that don't go to the church or have, you know, they've backed away from the church. And now that they're they're asking questions and they're seeking. So it's, there's a lot of people out there that could use Jesus.
1: Well, aren't you finding too, maybe you, maybe you had more insight than I did, but are you finding that Christians actually do care about their children? And they have youth programs, and they have things for their young kids and stuff.
2: Yeah, the Christian I mean, I mindset.
1: My my is, mindset was like, we're the Mormons <laughs> are the only ones that take care of their kids and have mm-hmm. youth programs and do activities and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's it's been interesting um, to basically come on the other side of the table and see the Christian mindset of things. And one thing that I really love is Christian prayers work, like just. I've seen so many manifestations and so many things um, come to be because of the power of prayer and this body of believers that are just praying to God.
1: They're just praying to God. It's amazing. Yeah, there's no funny language or anything. It's just saying what's on their heart. Mm -hmm. And your kids, do they enjoy going to church? Oh, they
2: love going to church. Do they? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Well, you've got family, I guess, that's still in the church. Did, mm-hmm. your, did your other siblings take this hard? <laughs> or your brothers, I guess? Uh, yeah,
2: they, they, they have, took it hard.
1: they want to listen? Have you been able to share much? So
2: I've had two brothers that went on missions, and um, they both said separately that I went on a mission. I know everything you know. I was like, how do you know everything I know? You don't even know what I know, and you won't even listen to what I have to say. What, how do we get through to that? What? Just give it up to Jesus and yeah. hopefully time, trust they'll and, open up.
1: I don't know your prayers, but my prayers are, I hope somebody comes into their life or they read a scripture that mm-hmm. they just kind of all of a sudden start thinking about, you know, and, and maybe it'll touch their heart. I guess you're right. We can only just trust in God, right? Yep. Yeah. So... No, com- I mean it's just kind of an elephant in the room, as we say when you yeah. get together with family uh-huh. and stuff. Now you mentioned two of them; the
2: other two are they? So two of them went on a mission. Um, the other one, he's uh, handicapped. Oh. Okay. So, and he's left the church. He likes to go to a church in American Fork, and he is oh, really excited for, that they, they drink coffee down there. Oh. <laughs> um, but then my youngest brother. He's still, I don't know why he still goes. He he does what you're not supposed to do as a Mormon. Okay. You know, he's got the tattoos, he drinks, yeah. okay. you know, I, Just, I don't know why he goes. Okay. But, and he doesn't really care one way or the other. He doesn't want to listen. Okay. Well, um, it's, I know it's a challenge and
1: it can be divisive, you know, people that uh, I'm sure with but, but it sounds like you have a great attitude about trying to share with people, and uh, but bold enough to tell your friend at yeah. Walmart, and and he ended up being baptized with
2: you at the, in the Provo River. Yeah. Is that right? Yep, him and his wife. It was it was really <laughs> cool to see. Well,
1: that's neat. Well, we do have just a minute or so left. Do you have anything you want to share with your family or
2: friends? Well, just or to anyone that's you know that's yeah, willing anyway, to listen. It's it's, listening. Jesus isn't scary. Um, just, just look. Come to find him. Just come and see.
1: Yeah. And you read the Bible? Would yeah. You have them?
2: read the Bible. Absolutely. As a child, uh uh-huh.
1: I know Brooke was saying too that she, all of a sudden, was reading. Well, and you did too, I guess. Reading the Bible. Like, well, is this the same Bible that? Yeah. <laughs> Because it is a, a simple gospel. I mean, it's a gospel of grace, and it's throughout the Bible, If you uh, certainly in the New Testament, if you're looking for it. Yeah. But even the message of Jesus and, and God. Now, have you had any trouble with any of the Mormon doctrine that you've had to give up? Has anything been a particular
2: challenge? No. No? It was like, okay, the Mormon church isn't true. See you later. What's next? Yeah. <laughs> Polygamy wasn't a problem to give up,
1: or <laughs> no, no,
2: I left my other wives. <laughs> yeah,
1: you weren't planning on that anyway. No, were you? I wasn't. From what Burke said, it didn't sound like she was planning on it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just appreciate you so much coming and sharing your story, and and uh, proud of your mom for being willing to to share. That must have been a little bit of a shock, though. Oh yeah, it was a shock. Yeah. But somebody that you care about and, and love, and, and it sounds like you're going to have many opportunities to share your your witness uh, of mm-hmm. Jesus, and hope uh, hope your family will come around. And as we all pray for our own families, so thanks so much, Trevor. Appreciate you coming, and you've got a lovely family. And, well, thank you. And God bless you, and thanks for watching. We appreciate you spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time on the Ex Mormon Files.